Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Hulk like fire, door like water. I'm glad we found each other. I'm not hugging you. This is the days when one's biggest concerns were exploding wind-up penguins. Let's get dangerous. Yep, and here we go again. And once again, once more around another slow around. week. Does that mean there's been some stuff? Yeah, there's been some stuff. I know you did something, so and I've done some things. So we got some things to talk we about. We did just things. Overall, like. Yeah, I'm just saying overall, not like a huge week. But anyway, this is Two Broke Geeks. Now I'm Justin. Yeah, and uh, like I was saying just a second ago, did some things, did some things. There's no like huge news or anything this week necessarily. There's a couple of... Neither of us have started Glow yet? No, Glow is back, but we haven't started it yet. Um so that'll be a next week thing, yeah. hopefully. Um, I'm yeah. probably going to be buying Godzilla King of the Monsters and Avengers Endgame Tuesday. Yeah! Because I'm like, yeah, That's right, I'm going to need those. That's right, they dropped Tuesday. Yeah. Now you got to see something this week that I didn't get to see, and I don't know how you saw it, but you watched the Batman Hush animated movie. Yeah. And... It's fine. Yeah. I heard it was... Uh, well, actually, I know what the big spoiler is. I got spoiled on what the big change to the story yeah, is. Yeah, and I don't um, know... Well, I'll just spoil it anyway. So... Yeah, spoilers, sp- since I already know yeah, what it is. So, spoil... Three, yeah, yeah. two, So, one. big spoiler is that Hush is the Riddler. Who has yeah, like had yeah? They basically meshed his character and be like, oh no, he's the big mastermind behind everything because he wants a resurgence and wants to be taken more seriously. Yeah. Which is partially what's in the comic. I know he knows right. through the Lazarus Pit who Batman is. Yeah, he knows in the comic. He knows who Batman is, and he aims Tommy Elliot Hush at. Bruce Wayne, um, but he is not actually Hush like he is in this story. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, don't think it really helped it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it ever since I had that spoiled for me, and part of the problem is, to me, like, uh, Tommy Elliot Hush is actually, he hasn't had, like, very many good big stories like he had hush which introduced him which actually isn't even like i know it's a massively popular batman book but i call it uh long halloween light because it's also written by jeff loeb but the problem with the hush book to me that i feel like jeff loeb screwed up on was that there's no 
there's really no like no matter how hard he tries, there's no mystery that Hush is Tommy Elliot. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's this character that we've never met before that supposedly played this huge role in Bruce Wayne's life. And, oh, also there's this new villain who is specifically targeting Batman and Bruce Yeah, Wayne. and they make it's it super obvious, like, in the, in the, in the movie, like, mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing, up until the end where uh, the bit, like, where Batman goes to f- talk to the Riddler in jail, mm-hmm. and it turns yeah. out that it's not the Riddler, but it's Clayface uh, that the Riddler uh, hired to be to be okay. him mm-hmm. it's i don't it just doesn't make yeah and like the only other time i've ever seen hush besides that was in one of the arkham games he's in one of the arkham games there's a really good uh paul dini written comic story arc called heart of hush that is probably the best hush storyline um which is too bad because actually Hush is a character that I think has a lot more potential because of what Tommy Elliott's story is. Yeah. How he always basically wanted to be Bruce Wayne because he was jealous because Tommy Elliott hates his parents and so ended up killing his parents because he was so jealous that Bruce Wayne's parents were dead and Bruce could, he didn't realize that to Bruce, it was a tragedy that his parents were dead. Yeah. And so, uh, there's even a part, and I think this was in the Arkham games. There's a part eventually where Tommy Elliott gets facial reconstruction surgery to look like, yeah, that's in the game. Like, yeah. And it's in the comics. So there's like a lot of actual, good potential for hush as a character so it is weird to me that they combined those two elements of the book where riddler is sort of behind hush but decided to make him hush instead that's yeah because he had like this like goes into the lazarus pit to handle like his like he has like an inoperable like brain tumor Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he's dying. Yeah. And then he now has a scar. He has like a scar in his head that is shaped like a question mark. And mm-hmm. I don't know the the whole the book was the, the the movie was fine for what it was, but when it got to that point, I was like, wait, why? That makes no sense. Like, yeah, and they've done that before too. Um, with the Gotham by Gaslight yeah. animated, they made Jack the Ripper Jim Gordon instead of the character it was in the book. And again, it was one of those things where it in the book it was sort of super obvious who Jack the Ripper was because it was the only character that you'd never seen before yeah. until that book. So I I don't know if both times they did it to just to change the story so that it wasn't obvious to like kind of give it a mystery or if they did it to fool the readers or what the point you know i don't know yeah weird um yeah speaking of dc animated they announced another anime movie for wonder woman called bloodlines yeah the trailer confuses me because it's okay i haven't seen the trailer yet so i just knew they announced it. it i mean 
it as of right now, most of these anime movies are kind of all over the place in terms of timeline, mm-hmm. so somewhat. And yeah. the trailer is basically a redone origin story of Wonder Woman, where Rick Flag fall comes to the island, and Wonder Woman's like, ah, oh, this means I need to go. Like fight the evil forces for man. It's the same. It's basically the same thing, except mm-hmm. they threw in like Cheetah and someone else. But it's like all run by Doctor Poison. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I was watching it, and I'm like, I'm like, this feels like it's a step backwards in terms of storytelling for the DC animated. Yeah, maybe it looks good. Weird. But story-wise, I was just like, I feel like you could have done this in a way where you can still keep what's what you have going on. Mm. They might too. Well, I guess we'll find Mm -hmm. out. Maybe there's some kind of like flashback. Well, basically, like the way I look at is like Batman's Hush that followed up every that followed up along with everything that happened with the death of Superman. And mm. the uh, and the rise of the Superman, where like yep. Lex Luthor is a, um, th- th- because they mentioned it a couple of times where like Lex Luthor is a, uh, uh, possible Justice League member, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I feel it's just weird that they'll they backtrack to more of an origin story of Wonder Woman going and being on the island, or like she goes back to the island and like starts over again. Gotcha. Hmm. I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah. And also with DC Animated, I've been catching up. I'm like only three episodes behind now on Young Justice Outside. Yeah. Outsiders. What was the last one you watched? Uh, the one I just got done watching was um, the one where it's revealed which if you're a dc fan you already know this but within the storyline they uh revealed that granny goodness is apocalyptic yeah okay where they go out into space and they find the the orphan satellite and uh that whole thing with big barda and it's so great it's really good and you know what uh surprised me a little bit is and I I don't know why necessarily it surprised me because Young Justice even when it was on television was a slightly more mature series but it surprised me just how mature it's gotten now that it's on DC Universe like the episode where Cyborg becomes Cyborg and he gets blown up and they like have the actual animation of like his chest blown wide open with his beating heart and like most of the tissue missing off of half of his skull yeah and um the episode where uh it's just a little thing but like connor wakes up and megan sticks her head out of the bathroom because they're engaged and uh she asks him if that's what he's wearing when they're going out and he says well what are you wearing and she says uh only my engagement ring <laughs> and he goes into the bathroom with her and closes the door <laughs> i was like oh that's that's pretty adult right there oh man yeah it's been also just 
because I said from, same as like your tweet you threw from the from the two broke geeks like how they do mm-hmm. such a good like they start throwing in the most random <laughs> characters that you like oh my god they got nuts. so many random characters going yeah um I was surprised because um I'm like I don't know who some of these people are like who is Halo? Who is Geoforce? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like wait till you get to like the episode I just watched uh, was also a Granny Goodness one. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember if that's the dark like parent like parental abuse one or not. No, I think that was the one before that. Um, but. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's super dark. It gets dark. And, like, even when, like, the first half of the season came out on the network and they just showed, like, that Hope character getting, like, her neck snapped, like, all the way around from Lobo yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And th- yeah, there was another thing that surprised the shit out of me, not just because of how, like, su- surprisingly violent the moment was, because, but also because it was the death of a pretty major character. When Lady Shiva decapitated Orm. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? She just killed Ocean Master. Yeah, Ocean Master just got completely decapitated after he was going to, like, murder all the ba- all the children. Yeah, he was going to kill all the wives and children, which was dark. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy the show. Uh, it's it's just so good. And I already know, mm-hmm. I know they already got slayed for another season after this. Um, yeah, the storyline's also just really interesting and really well crafted with all the moving parts going on. Yeah, and it's plus, yeah, and this is just another simple thing. I like the character designs a lot this season. They're very the simplistic. They, mm-hmm. I like uh, the Robin costume. Might be my favorite Robin design ever. Period. It's really good. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. I and I have a couple nitpicks like um even though I like Forager the character I'm like why exactly did they decide to send Forager to high school? Yeah. That's dumb. Um I really hope Harper Road doesn't become Bluebird. Yeah. Uh, just because uh Bluebird is one of those characters that I'm like all right, look, the Batman family was already way too big, and Scott Snyder and Craig, Greg Capullo, who I love, also decided, oh, by the way, he needs Signal and Bluebird. Yeah. Um, so I hope she just doesn't become Bluebird, but I feel like she probably will. Um, Plus, so um, I have some well, nitpicks. I, but. but one thing I – this is kind of a small spoiler for you, but it doesn't, like, affect anything. Um, All right. But, like, there are also just breaking boundaries in other ways where, like, Aquaman's dating a dude. And... Mm, Yeah, I also just uh, realized that Halo uh, pretty much revealed herself to be gender neutral. Yeah. Because uh, I watched the part where she says something about, you know, I've been thinking about it and I don't really think I'm a girl or a boy just because my soul is from a mother box. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty interesting too. They, and, they, um, this, this show is striving in so many ways. 
and in like some mm-hmm. of the best possible ways to like be more with the times. Yep. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I'm. I love it. It's really good, and which shouldn't have. Uh, I probably. I haven't seen the first two seasons in a while. I want to say this is probably the best season, even though the other two seasons were also really good. But I think I got to go back and watch the other two seasons to be sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I prefer. I, I really enjoy the season a lot. I think because of how more adult they've made it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's. I don't know. It's more intriguing, uh, and, and not nothing against the other two seasons because those two seasons were. I remember rewatching the other two when they were on Netflix. Yep. Um, and being like fully on board with it. Um, yeah. But like this one being more like the second season was kind of a little meh because of the whole um, Beetle thing, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh okay, whatever, and the Reach. And so this still is very galactic, but yeah, uh, it feels more like it's more like the backdrop. It's more of in the background where it's like, no, we actually have all this stuff that just happens to involve mother boxes and occasional trips yeah. to space, and not like full on invasions yet, which I'm sure is gonna come. Oh yeah, because. Obviously, with Granny Goodness being part of whatever Apocalypse's plan is involving all the metahuman teens. It's just nice to Uh, also see Granny Goodness, like, more on the mainstream these days. mm -hmm, She's such an obscure character that's only usually used as, like, comedic relief. Yeah. I also really enjoyed um, the episode where beast boy has the chip put in his head and he goes on like that weird uh vr trip oh that he saved saved his girlfriend from using it yeah yeah and he uh ends up being like trapped in this world where there's like oh god this made me laugh so hard doom patrol go yeah where it was kind (laughs) of picking on teen titans go a little bit but also involving the doom patrol Oh, I thought that was really funny. That was great. Yeah. I liked that. So, yeah, Young Justice Outsiders is a total win. Yeah, it totally is. Love it. I still need to pick up all my comics. I have I bought one. It's the second <coughs> second issue of Bat of Batman the last whatever. Um, I just have Oh, the last night on Yeah, Earth. I haven't read the second issue yet, but I have it. Um, mm-hmm. and then I have a deceased Issue four on hold for me, and I still need to pick up uh, Absolute Carnage number one. I'm hearing really good things about uh, DC stand. I also heard Absolute Carnage number one was. Yeah, really I mean, good. I'm already on board with DC. Like that thing's ridiculous. I'm so mm-hmm. into it, and I've heard good things about Absolute Carnage already as well. And yeah. so I want to go check that out. And also, I need to pick up the rest of those one shot. The offer things because i am a glutton and need Mm. all those face comics yeah absolutely i am not uh reading anything right now although i've been thinking about uh because there keeps being news about uh cwdc's 
Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, which I don't watch any of the CW shows anymore, Ugh. but I keep hearing the words Crisis on Infinite Earths, and it's making me realize I haven't actually read that story in a really long time, and now I want to. Did you um, did you hear that in that TV show, Kevin Conroy is actually going to make his on-screen appearance as Batman? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm like, like that, that might be the like only it. reason I watch it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, have you seen Kevin Conroy lately? I saw a post he did not too long ago. I've I've been wondering like if he's okay. Like he doesn't look well. I I but I guess if he's still like I mean, I guess he's fine because he does all his posts and his con appearances and everything, but it for a while I was like, "Oh, I hope he's all right." Like he just for whatever reason he didn't but yeah, him being and also uh, Burt Ward is gonna be. What I really would love is if Burt Ward was also old Dick yeah. Grayson. If they had like, although probably Burt Ward's older than they probably wouldn't be able to be old Bruce Wayne and old because yeah, because Burt Ward is actually older than Kevin, Kevin Conroy yeah. at this point, so. At least I'm pretty sure. So, so I make Burt Ward be... Batman and Kevin Conroy Robin. <laughs> yeah, having yeah, but having him be old Dick Grayson would also be pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see. Burt Ward is 74, so he's got to be older than Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy is 63. So Burt Ward's only a little bit older than Kevin Conroy. So, it, it, yeah, I suppose maybe it could work. Just age Kevin Conroy up a little teeny bit. Yeah. And it might work, actually. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, as we were talking before we started filming, uh, some of the biggest news for this week is that on the Tuesday the 13th, both Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Avengers Endgame drop on Hell Blu-ray. Yeah. And that's where most of my money is going to go. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, going to get yeah. those. I'm going to immediately have an Avengers marathon one night. Just watch both Infinity War and Endgame back to back. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that idea. Did we talk about... Did this, did this happen last week? I know that we haven't talked about it, and I probably happened last week. I think we're late on it, but Andy Serkis is directing Venom 2. That was that was this past week. We just haven't talked about it yet. Mm. Like it, 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 like it was, it was like a couple. It was like maybe four or five days. It was like right after we filmed the last one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know. and I mean, cool. Yeah, that was kind of my reaction. I was like, okay. I mean, maybe I'll have some, there'll be some something redeemable about this. I know most of the cast is coming back, and I'm like, please don't. <laughs> this is going to have to be one of those ones that the trailer's really going to have to look good. Like, I, we talked about yeah. it. That first Venom movie was not good. It's not good in any way. <laughs> so... <laughs> so it's gonna have to be one of those things where it's like you better have something you 
they better bring something to the table. Yeah, I, and then please do not have Woody Harrelson be Carnage. Or if you're gonna have him be Carnage, don't put oh, a red wig. Don't, don't put a red wig on him. At least if you're gonna put a red wig on him, put a better one on him than the one yeah. at the end of that. That thing movie. was horrendous. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure he's gonna be back as Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other movies that came out this week, um, scary stories to tell to tell in the dark, um, which maybe mm. I'm seeing today. That's another one of those ones I read fairly good things about so far. I haven't really seen much about it, but all I know is that uh, through people I know and have seen it is that it's fine. Like it's a PG thirteen horror film. Mm-hmm. I think it was. It's, from what I hear, it's catered towards a younger audience. Oh, sure. Because those, I mean, those books were scary. I've, I haven't reread them in a long time, but I remember being a kid reading those and being, like, horrified. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they were definitely, um, yeah, they were definitely wicked scary as a kid, especially the uh, accompanying, um, you know, the accompanying illustrations. Yeah. So, I might see that today. I haven't quite decided. Um, and then, mm-hmm. we both have seen The Babadook and hated that. And yep. But the direct, that director, I guess, put out a new one called The Nightingale. And a right. friend of mine uh, went and saw it. And I asked his, I'm like, hey, what did you think of The Nightingale? And he's like, it's a heavy movie. And I was like... Like heavy like horror film, where he's like he's like it's just a heavy movie. If, if you go and check it out, and I'm like, all right, give it a shot. Haven't really seen any trailers or yet, but from what I hear, it's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. But I went and saw um, Loose yesterday after work. Yeah, I haven't even seen a trailer for this movie. What is it? It's it is an it is a a real like thinker um basically it's it's called a cycle they call it a psychological thriller i don't really think it's much of a thriller um but basically it's a movie uh revolving around american society's idea of race uh uh, race uh and privilege in america Mm. and and whoof it is. It is all. I, I mean, it is a hard. I mean, trying. I'm still trying to like wrap my head around it. Um, okay. Basically, Octavia Spencer is a is a is a teacher at a high school, and there's this kid who was saved from like a third world country named Luce, who grew up with these with two. Uh, he's like African American from like uh, he came from like an area. Where he was like trained as a kid, kid soldier, um, mm-hmm. and he was rescued by these two of uh, this white family, uh, Naomi Watts and e, and Tim Roth, and he's trained mm-hmm. and it was like brought up to be more of like a civilized uh, person in America. He's like best in his class at everything. He's like on the debate team. That's what he's big on. He's like captain of the football team, and. The whole movie is like basically, like 
it, it's supposed to mess with you where you think the Octavia Spencer's character is either, it, it, where like there's like a battle between the two of them where like she's accusing him of being like having these radical thoughts from from uh still being from like a third world country kind of deal and mm-hmm. he he's like well but he she like goes through like weird illegal terms of finding stuff like searching his locker and stuff like that whereas him he's trying to protect himself and being like well i didn't ask to be like this perfect member of society and also for african-american whereas also an african-american and i feels this extra pressure because of all of these mm-hmm. things it is it is a really good movie it is just so like i'm still trying to like unravel and be like what is this interesting. it's a very interesting one um it's from a company called neon and it's yeah. really it's just i think it's a really good film it's definitely something i probably have not seen before or have seen in the past right. Which and it's such a great breath of fresh air to watch something like that. That's not like a catch-all like horror film or superhero film or anything like that. Um, yeah. I recommend people if you re- to <coughs> check it out uh, if you can. It's loose uh, L U C E, and yeah, it's it's good. All right, cool. You know, we were talking about uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, and there was that interesting post you had <laughs> yesterday yes. from Bloody Disgusting where Guillermo del Toro was like, I want to make Nightmare Alley a double R-rated film. And I was like, what the fuck is a double R-rated film? <laughs> and... I read the article and it sounds like he was just using that as like emphasis on how hard he wants the R to be. Like he, it sounds like he wants to push whatever this film is right to the edge of being NC-17. Yeah, he's most, since the majority of his stuff lately has been more the PG-13 kind of style. And uh, he really wants to push back on making something like more for the audience uh, for for the adult audience to see yeah and now i didn't know that uh, of course i've still never i don't think i'm trying to think no i've still never seen one of his movies as far as i know you like, s- double check. hellboy the, the original hellboy. hellboy didn't see um it. pan's labyrinth no uh shape of water Still haven't seen Shape of Water. I keep meaning to. Okay, because so, uh, the only ones I can think of are like uh, Kronos and Devil's yeah. Backbone, I think was the other mm. one. Because I was like, I was thinking about it when you posted that. I didn't have time to read the article when you first posted it. Yeah. And I was like, well, if somebody had actually more closely adapted American Psycho into a film that could be like a double R rated film but it would be a film probably no one would see because it would be so disgusting I don't know I've seen some weird movies that get through uh, with a hard R or almost like NC-17 be like I'm like and I've seen a lot yeah like um 
I've never seen it, but I know that Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer has a reputation as being a pretty hard movie to watch. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen a Serbian film, but I know that one has a dark reputation. <laughs> so, oh, that movie. <laughs> you've seen it? Yeah, it it haunts me sometimes. Yeah. So, man, I. I'm reading a book right now called The Black Farm, and it's got one of the... I mean, I've read American Psycho, so I've read some pretty rough stuff. But um, in The Black Farm, basically the gist of the plot is if you commit suicide, you go to this place called The Black Farm, which is... uh, There's a line that says, I've heard hell is worse, but not by much. So... um, and there's this one character, the main character, Nick, gets kidnapped by this character called Muck on the black farm. And Muck is just this great big, fat, naked guy who gets off on causing pain. And so there's uh, a whole sequence of the book where Muck uh, rapes this dude, Nick, then cuts his arms off with a saw, then ties his legs up with barbed wire, then cuts his eyelids off, then rips all his teeth out with uh, pliers and replaces them with screws by screwing the screws through his gums. You know, the typical stuff. And I was like, oh, that was... That was graphic. (laughs) That was... (laughs) Oh, boy, that was rough. So, uh, yeah. That would be a very hard R. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I suggest that if you are going to watch a Guillermo del Toro film, I would suggest either Shape of Water or Pan. I mean, I would personally, I would say go towards Pan's Labyrinth because that movie's just fantastic. I do want to see them both. I just, I don't know why. I just have never actually gotten around to watching them. Well, uh, they were, Shape of Water is more, was more commercial than Pan's Labyrinth. Right. Um, because Pan's Labyrinth's the Spanish film. Um, mm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I would, I would say go towards Pan. I would say Pan's Labyrinth would be a good one to start with. Well, it's also like how I've still never seen, and I keep wanting to go, but the problem is Leanne wants to see it too, and we have. I'm probably not end up going to end up seeing it till it's on home video at this point i still haven't seen once upon a time in hollywood but i've also never seen any other uh quentin tarantino movie except bits and pieces of the first kill bill i want to say i've never even seen that all the way through so good uh though like i need to get the rest of his collection because uh, i like i'm a i'm a fan and mm. damn like Damn, I still haven't seen Once Upon a Time a second time around yet. Yeah. Speaking of really good directors, I saw something this week that I was so, like, probably I'm not going to get it because it's probably going to be wicked expensive, but there's a huge Blu-ray collection of every Alfred Hitchcock film coming out. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, because I actually haven't seen every Hitchcock film, but I also haven't seen a Hitchcock film I haven't liked. So. I just watched my roommate who just and I just watched uh, a Criterion version of Notorious. 
Mm, that's one I haven't it's seen. It's so good. Yeah. So when I saw this collection, I was like, ooh, this might be my chance to actually see every Hitchcock film, but uh, it's going to depend on. Well, it's kind of it like it's kind of like how badly I want to get the uh, Criterion Godzilla Showa error collection because oh, yeah. I'm going to get it. <coughs> right. But it's like $170. It yeah, that's not too bad because that was the long. That I think, if I remember correctly, that was the f- era that had the most films in. Yes, it. I think the Hesai and the Millennium era both had less films than the Showa era. So, and I mean, this new era only has four. What, what's it? I don't know if I told you this, but it's fine. It was, I guess, officially announced that Shin Godzilla is part of. I have a as part of the Hollywood per, no uh, the Rewa era. Really? Yeah. So there's four movies in that, but for me it's just one movie because I don't. Right. I was gonna say because because I don't the count three. the three animes because those are dumb. Yeah. Also, they just don't seem like. I mean, I guess they are official Godzilla films, but boy, do they not seem like official right. Godzilla films. They're like Toho they're Productions, like, but at the same time, right. they're not Toho Productions. Well, also, and like this isn't something I like to do, but it seems like that because they're animated, they don't count. That's, yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like, I personally don't count them because they're. If we're going in the same if they're going to be in the same era then you should at least have Godzilla kind of look similar in that particular era. I mean, right. the Showa era, I mean, they definitely changed up. But, I mean, look at, like, the, there's there's the Hollywood version, which is the mm. legendary runs. But Godzilla pretty much looks right. the same in those. And then, like, even the... The the well in both Heisei and Millennium he pretty much has the same design yeah. the entire and having time. so having mm-hmm. this new Reza Rezwa uh, era where it's like Shin Godzilla which is fantastic and he had more of a, a weird zombie ish kind of feel mm-hmm. versus big hunking the the anime version which is like this big piece of metal that's like a fat piece of metal yeah. and I'm like I can't get behind this. <laughs> Yeah, they're also different time periods too. Yeah, the yeah the, the anime ones are like three thousand. The animated films are what like a million years in the future. It's like three thousand. Like it's like three hundred thousand years in the future or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that can't. That's weird. yeah. Although I know, like, they do a lot of weird things with timeline because the Heisei series, or however it's pronounced, I'm sure I'm butchering the word, but every one of those films is actually a different direct sequel to the original yes. film. Yes. So they do that too. Like, so that's Godzilla 84 through... I can tell you in just remember. a sec. Yeah. Because I have the list. But they're all... Yeah. They're all different versions of a direct follow-up to the original Godzilla, which is also an interesting concept. Yeah, Godzilla has um, yeah the return of Godzilla through Godzilla versus Destroya. Yeah, and that's actually not a concept I hate either. Um, in fact, what was I thinking about the other? I felt like there was a way to. 
Oh, I was thinking about the Halloween series and how that's kind of like a choose-your-own timeline now. Oh, it totally is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because now you have, uh, like, like Michael Myers, like, the original ones, and then you have, like, it just, then you have Halloween 3. Well, Halloween actually has technically... There's Halloween, then you could go to Halloween 2, then to Halloween H2O, <laughs> and or you could go Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Halloween 6, that's one timeline, or you could go Halloween to Halloween, <laughs> so, uh that's something I wouldn't mind with more franchises. That could be an interesting way to play with different ideas for a franchise. Like make a movie and then have different... Branches. Especially that might work well with horror movies. I mean, it would work with horror films. I mean, you could do a lot of different things. I mean, look at... Uh, like, I don't know. if it, uh, It's not exactly the greatest example. But the, the, the Leprechaun series... Like, all those movies don't necessarily... Are all kind of just offshoots from the first one. Because they make no sense That's otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Or even just as standalones. Yeah, good point. That reminds me, there's another oh, movie... Oh, the new Terminator, the, yeah. the new Terminator oh, yeah. movie is a direct sequel to Terminator 2. Ignoring all the... Man, yeah, there's a lot, yeah. Oh, and there's another movie that comes out uh, Tuesday that you probably won't care about, but for some reason I'm gonna buy it. Probably it's that horror banana splits movie. Oh my god, no! I'm pro I'm gonna I want to watch that. I'm, to I'm interested. I'm totally in gonna that. just like, buy it off I'll... a whim. I'm like, yo, I'm buying this. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it, but if I can like maybe rent it on Amazon or something, I'm totally gonna check that out. Oh, I can't wait. That thing looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it does. I totally want to check that out. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, like, what if they did, like, other horror movies out of previous children's properties? Like, what if we got, like, a Bananas in Pajamas horror movie? <laughs> I would love if they just went down the road of, like, those kind of old school cartoons and just made, like, really gritty like horror franchises it would just be like grape ape oh yeah can you like the pink panther yes hr puffins oh i already have an idea like i got i i'm gonna say it now but i was talking with my dad and i was like what if they just took all the Sid and Marty Croft properties and just turn them into horror films like Lidsville and Oh my god, Lidsville could already be a yeah, horror franchise. Or like Sigmund the Sea Monster. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd be weird. Yeah. Ah, uh, but it would be great too, I bet. I, I probably imagine like the if you could just kept it with practical effects. Mm-hmm. Listen, if anyone out yep. there wants to run with me on this, let me know. <laughs> yeah, if anybody has the money to buy the rights to the Sid and Marty Croft, no, I'll just go talk. I'll just go talk to Marty Croft. 
Yeah, you could probably do that too. He probably would be all right with I that. I can ask him directly and be like, "Hey, Mark." <laughs> Yep, because he probably would. You know what? They have uh, they're screwy enough that they would probably be okay with that. Those well, guys. considering that um, Marty Croft is still doing like the, their their whole thing is still going on. Like, because I know they have a kids show, um, mm-hmm. that's about it's called Puppin. Uh, what's it? Puppin stuff, where it's like a dog that's like the cousin of HR Puffin stuff or something really? like that. That's like a Nickelodeon that's show. Weird. Yeah. And I know there's been talk of a resurgence of Sigmund the Sea Monster at one point. Mm. But if I could get H- that could be if I could make H.R. Puff and stuff or Lidsville into a horror film. That would be awesome. Speaking of nostalgia, um, another reason mm. I will be watching Netflix for once since Stranger Things left was they just put out uh, like a new Rocco's Modern Life. What? Yeah. Did they really? Oh my god! I didn't even know that. Yeah, I guess it's a uh, it's like a movie where like Rocco comes back, uh, and it's like the twenty first century, and he has to like no way. way. Oh, I was never like super into Rocco's Modern Life until kind of later when I realized that Rocco's Modern Life was like, why was this ever a kids show? Yeah. And I still, once in a while, think about... Do you remember Really, Really Big Man? Yeah, really, really... And his nipples of the future? (laughs) Like, this one image has always stuck with me of Really, Really Big Man's nipples just shooting out of his chest right into Rocco's eyes. Most of those those kids' shows, if you look back, or you're like, how did this get by? I know. And I know we've talked about before with, like, the Animaniacs... And stuff like that. Yeah, but at least... I mean, Animaniacs definitely gets by just fine as a kid's show. Yeah. Versus, uh, like... there's all the adults... Yeah, ver- versus, like, Rocco's Modern Life where you look back and, like... I, the thing that remind I always remember is when Rocco takes a, a job as an adult, as a, as a sex line operator. Yep. Rocco definitely works as a phone sex operator. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's how Mrs. Crazy. Big Head just keeps trying to seduce him with her eyes, as like, but they're like, it's like, but there's like a whole innuendo for boobs. Yep. Exactly, friggin' Rocco's Modern Life. Oh my god, I didn't realize they did that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's they're actually throwing like a whole. I know Invader Zim is getting a Netflix movie, I guess, as well. Really, Invader yeah. Zim was one I. I know you got into Invader Zim. I never actually got into Invader Zim. I love Invader Zim. I'm going to have to uh, But it's another one of those shows where, like, you look back on it and you're like, how? What? (laughs) Mm, Yep. Like, it didn't go as far as, like, Rocco or some of those other shows. uh, But it went far enough where you were just like, this is disturbing. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, man. That's amazing. Well, that's success. something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, other sort of new fun news that's not necessarily nerdy, but I think it's fun. Uh, they just announced for Hollywood Horror Nights that they're having a Us maze. Yeah. That's and awesome. And I was like, God, I need to go. <laughs> that's really awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, and the other news that hasn't, 
anything to do with nerddom, but man, the two new albums from the bands we like, the new album from Volbeat and the new album from Slipknot. Whew, so they good. Are great. Oh my god, dude. I love them. They are both fantastic. So They've been like the two albums that's been on re- repeat uh when I go to work. Mhm. Yeah, same. Exactly. And I don't know, I it's too early to call the new Slipknot album my favorite album, but it's or my favorite Slipknot album, but it's definitely uh it's definitely trying to get there for yeah. sure. Cuz it's that good. I was super. I saw some. I was really mad because uh, I told you yesterday that uh, yesterday Demon Hunter was in Pomona, which is like about an hour away. Yep. Doing their uh, two hour, uh, two hour show. Really. It was two hours. So the first hour is them just doing songs from. It's like a fully full stage show. Them doing songs from everything. From all their albums, That's and then awesome. the second half was an all acoustic set. Yep. And That's I was, and I, I got out of work, awesome. and I was just like, I like looking at, it, I was like, I could have maybe have made it. Maybe oh, that sucks. Whatever. But then last Whatever. night also was Weird Al in at the Greek Theater here in L.A., and I was like, ah. Oh yeah. Oh man, all the posters. How he's got those posters for every city he's going to. They're all so good. They are. I'm almost like, I hope he puts them like, on. Like, I actually for want sale. those posters, even though they all highlight what city um, he is in. Uh, and even though I haven't been to those shows, yeah. you know what I mean? I want them all as posters. I hope he puts them up on his website because I'll buy them all. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the anniversary of UHF wasn't that long ago, and we missed it uh, talking about it. But I realized I haven't actually seen UHF in a long time, so I'd have a hard time talking about. I it just want to go on Fright Rags because they're selling like they made UHF shirts. Yes, I know. I saw the they for, yeah. uh, celebrating the anniversary. Also, I was also another fun those. side I thing I forgot. Um, I guess South Park uh, helped make a video game for another mm-hmm. company. Or like, uh, I'm trying to see if really? I can find it because they were pro- the other day they were just pro- I saw a trailer for like a for a game they were they helped put together. Let's see. I know this is all uh, the Blackout mm-hmm. Club. A teen co-op horror game. The... Yeah. Really? Like it's it's mostly you play online. Uh, yeah, yeah. As soon as I said team co-op, I was like, ah. Yeah. Although that's the way that video games are going, which is uh, all right, I guess. Like it's not for us because we are old guys and we kind of socialize the old-fashioned way 
but kids now socialize through video games, which is fine because video games don't cause people to shoot anybody because kids are too busy playing video games to shoot anybody. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know about you, but anytime I play Kirby, all I want to do is leave my house and suck up people and hope I can gain their powers. Don't take that out of context. Oh, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. And anytime I play Kingdom Hearts, I want to run around with a keyblade. Yeah, you're, you're just running around with a giant key being like, unlock your heart, damn you! Unlock your heart. Uh, although last year, Spirit Halloween did have some pretty cool keyblades I almost bought. So if Spirit Halloween has those again this year, I may some finally cave and buy them. Some places are already putting up their Halloween displays. Good! I want them Let to. Me, like, I'll probably... <laughs> I know where I can get some keyblades that are like metal. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't necessarily know if I want a metal one though. That seems <laughs> like a lot. I mean, maybe we'll maybe see, a PVC pipe one. Yeah, well, the ones that uh, Spirit Halloween were obviously uh, they were plastic. Yeah. But I mean, but I can get good. I can get a full. So. I know I go to conventions. Like I can find like a full grade, like heavy ass one for like a hundred and seventy dollars. Oh, I know. I've seen them, and I've seen the uh, people that make the full on Buster swords too. They're ridiculous. Uh, Have you ever seen the video of the uh, the guy that has his like real life Buster sword that like is actually sharp, and he uses it to like split watermelons and stuff, dude. My old roommate that you know has one of those. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was fun. Like a battle ready. Yep. I... Oh, boy. <laughs> battle ready Buster Sword. I mean, it's too... It's Buster Swords are really too heavy to do anything with anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like a real life one actually made out of metal. They're so fucking heavy. You can't do anything with them. But what but you know, they cause violence. They do. They totally cause violence. If anybody doesn't know what a Buster Sword is, by the way, they got to look that up just so they know what we're talking yeah. about. It's ridiculous. It is the nuttiest like weapon ever. Mm, and it's a um, Final Fantasy weapon, obviously, but... Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Yeah, I wish there were more really good uh, single-player games coming out, but I know that's not the way things are going, so it's fine. Well, then, like, I... Get used to I, it. I've had it for a while, and I've yet to really dig into it, but I have the newest God of War I haven't really started yet, and that's basically single-player. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the next game that comes out, I'm actually interested in, is Borderlands Three, because you can play that okay. single player. It's just a shoot. It's just a mm. gun drop game. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to say that. Oh, oh shit. Oh no. They're coming oh, for no. me. Um, they're coming for yeah. you. You know the game I heard is actually a lot of fun. I've never played it, but uh, No Man's Sky. Um, I've heard very different things about that oh okay well interesting. Yeah, i don't know not my kind of game um although yeah i'm not a you want to see something funny yes okay so 
they've been putting out more announcements for the new Pokemon game, Sword and Shield. Yeah. I need I need you to look up Galar Form Weezing. Galar Form Weezing. Okay, hang on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I need you to, anyone playing at home, you need to check this out. My it's a form of wheezing you can only find in this new game. My computer's being weird. Let me whip my phone out and everybody play along at home. So it's G A L A L A R Galar Form Galar Form Weezing. All right. What the heck? <laughs> The headline right here on CBR.com is Pokemon fans think Sword and Shield's Galar form wheezing looks like a bong. And I have to agree. That is absolute. I mean, it's wheezing wearing a top hat looking smokes. Yeah, that. Holy crap, dude. That is definitely a thing. Holy shit. It's got like the green going on. There's smoke. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. It's the funniest shit. Wow. What are some of these other? Oh, there's. God, there's so many different forms of Alalon form, Galar form. I don't understand. We've talked yeah, that, about it. I don't understand they, Pokemon anymore. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much like last the last game they started introducing like the different form Pokemon of certain regions. So they picked like first run like the first 152, they picked out Pokemon that you can only find specific versions of them and it changes their type. So like uh Muck and Grimer in uh, in our Alolan forms are they're like a darker, more rainbow colored, and they're poison or something like that. Um, yeah, it's a thing. Well, I guess accident Matt accidentally got disconnected, so I will go ahead and say, tune in next week. We will watch some other things. And uh, let us know if there's stuff you want us to talk about. It's definitely been a slow uh, week. And I, we do have stuff that's coming up and things will be showing up more so. But just wanted to let you guys know uh, that we, we're always looking for more things to talk about. If there's anything, like if you want some more comics, more TV shows, next week we'll have Glow. And maybe I'll see scary stories. So until next time, uh, this is Justin and Matt ran away. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom 
online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>